Welcome. You're listening to the Voice of Vedanta podcast from the Vedanta Society of Southern California. Visit us on the web at vedanta.org. My dear sisters and friends, we shall try to reflect on Vedantic values and as how we can apply them in our everyday life. Vedanta is not a religion, it's not a mere philosophical concept only. It is a Vedanta is a science of life. You may wonder when I say Vedanta is the science of life. Vedanta science deals with the self, with every individual self. When we compare it with the physical science, the physical science applies itself only what is perceptible to the senses, whereas the Vedanta science goes much deeper into the source of everything. What is this source? For the Vedanta scientists, it is self or soul. How are we to know our soul? We know ourselves what we are, what our position in life, what our functions are and all that. And what is this self? It's a wonder. Of course, in the scriptures we have read that it's a wonder. So many explanations are given. Yet, with all those explanations, our understanding is lost somewhere and we are not able to go deep into it. Well then, can we know it? Can everyone know it? Whether one is Vedantis or not? Yes, everyone can know it. Generally, all that we uh, know or comprehend is through the manifest world. Well then, perfectly right, we, are all, we also belong to the manifest world. What, what is that makes us function in life? So when we are able to reflect, there are seven aspects which are eternal. One important aspect of Vedanta science is the energy. Well, in the physical science we know there are particles. Also there are unknown particles which scientists call as God particles. What, what are those God particles? So one cannot describe, one cannot express it. Human intellect is not able to understand what it is. Now here, when we come to the Vedanta science, it tells us what is called energy, whether it is physical energy or any manifest energy, it is, it has its source, it is this source, what is called soul, self. First aspect of the soul is energy, harmony of pure energy. In the cosmos, this energy is manifest. In the cosmos, in spite of chaos, there is harmony. 
it is this energy that brings about that harmony where there is energy there is light so according to the vedanta scientists it is this infinite energy that expresses itself as the luminosity they call it as atma prakasha self luminous then third aspect of the self or soul is beauty it is this prakasha or luminosity that is expressed as the energy expresses the beauty it is not only what is called human beauty natural beauty for all these beauties the source is the self so these three aspects put together when they express harmoniously it is called love it may contradict me saying that no love is something that uh, touches our heart comes from our heart and all that no where is the source of this love why you love your thing how you love your thing it has an explanation we'll come uh, to this explanation little later now these three aspects put together harmony of pure energy luminosity beauty expresses itself as love love is intelligence again you may say no intelligence is something else let us take for example if you don't love a thing you don't have any interest to know what it is why it is how it is when you start loving a thing then your analyzing capacity becomes intensified you want to know why it is how it is where is the source all kinds of questions come up so that reveals you the truth the force that reveals the truth is called intellect and when you are revealed what is truth you are happy this truth is the direct experience what we call wisdom when there is wisdom then we are happy that is the joy or the vedanta calls it ananda bliss so these seven aspects put together it is the self so when you when we come to our human level of living are the are those seven aspects present in every human being what we call physical energy is nothing but the expression of that infinite energy what we call the light that expresses itself in our personality belongs to that reality what we call beauty it is that reality what we call love it is that reality that expresses itself in the personality same thing intelligence knowledge and bliss but then you may question why there is variation why there is difference difference belongs to the egoism well should we condemn the egoism no the problem for us for human beings the way that egoism conducts our everyday life is the problem it is not the egoism that is the problem the way that drives you away from your reality that is the problem how these problems are caused 
by the tendencies. What are those tendencies? From where do they come? We inherit the tendencies from our ancestors. According to Vedanta science, every human being uh, inherits the seven generations of tendencies. You can imagine my father, my grandfather, my mother, my grandmother. So all those uh, tendencies are present in me. What all they thought, they have become a sum total of tendencies in my personality. Well then, along with that, we add some more. How do we add some more? From childhood onwards, we are being educated in a good way or bad way or whatever it is. We have been educated to be what to be, how to be in this society according to the parental feeling, thinking and all that. Now again, you see here, parental thinking and feeling impresses the child. So my dad, my mom says this, they like this, I must do that. So those impressions become the personality. Along with that, the society demands are there. Society wants us to be in a particular way. It is the society that decides what we should be, how we should be, what our functions are and all that. Well then, you may say, no, 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 it is not society that decides, it is I who decide or my parents decide. No, unconsciously we are drawn by the society forces to do what the society wants us, what the society uh, decides of your personality. You may say, no, 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 I am educated as an engineer or as a medical personality or whatever it is. Now, here also the parental influence is strong. Parents might have told you, no, no, you must become a doctor, you can earn uh, plenty of money. Or parents might have told you must become engineer. The, there is parental love that makes the child accept what the parents want the child to be. So the impressions are added unto. And then society forces are added unto. So that is how in whatever way we might have been educated, uh, those tendencies are stronger in our personality. So, we are what others want to be, what others, what others uh, uh, think of us to be. So, we are not what we want to be. If you go deep into our unconscious, it is not what we want to be. It is something else. So, you can realize the importance of the tendencies in our personality. So these tendencies unconsciously drag us in different ways. Well then now we may say, no, it is, they are not the tendencies that drive us or direct us. It is our senses. Well then, if they are senses, have the senses any power? What is the power behind the senses? 
it is the self. If the self is the power behind the senses, how can these tendencies drive us? Yes, there is an answer for it. Well, then we see something. Who decides it? What I see is right. Is, are those the senses that decide it? Or the intellect? Even if you say intellect, it is a part of the self. So, here, it is not the egoism that is the cause. In the egoism, there is something, some ism. That ism is the problem. That ism is the problem in every areas of our life. Even in uh, religious fields, it is the ism that is the problem. Well then, can we not transform this ism? Yes, it is possible. It is for this reason, the Vedanta science tells us as how we have to direct our senses to the source, the self. Well then, how can we do it? Vedanta science tells us, whatever work you may be engaged in, there is a technique of uh, I'm doing it. Generally what we do, whatever work may be, uh, we do it mechanically and uh, we are stressed. We say we, I am burnt out, this and that. And uh, the anxiety becomes stronger, intensified and fear comes up in life and the personality is totally lost because one has not known as, as how to apply oneself to the work one does. Now, the work, it is an area which vibrates in a particular state of vibration. Now, individual also vibrates in a particular state of vibration. Does the individual know as how to connect oneself with the vibration of the work area? Generally, it is not the case. Generally, it is the tendencies that tell us you are an engineer, you, have, you know what to do, how to do and all that. So it is a conditioning. It is not a spontaneous understanding. Now, here another factor we'll have to know. We are interconnected with the external manifestation and internal manifestation. How this uh, external manifestation affects our individual personality it depends upon the nervous system. When we do our work mechanically, the nervous system has its capacity to apply the energy force of the self, which is caged in this psychophysic. Beyond that capacity, anything uh, affects the nervous system, it, be, it results in stress and strain, which results as anxiety. The ultimate result is fear. Now here, how can we coordinate the external vibration and the internal vibration? We must know how our nervous system um, goes on cha changing according to the tendencies or emotions that come up. Uh, that express itself in our personalities. Now, generally, you may be doing, doing a particular work, but then emotions come up and 
the needed uh, work uh, does not get the concentration and the energy that is needed so here because of the what is called concentration that is cut off by the emotion or tendencies the needed energy is not applied to the work and the result becomes failure or you don't get the needed result so that is why here vedanta science tells you first of all you need to uh, energize your nervous system your whole personality how can you do it going back to the source the self self is the source of all power and energy that is why swami vivekananda says you do not know how much of energy is lying behind this frame of yours it is crying to manifest itself are we aware of it we are not aware of it at all you are we are just in the superficial level going on uh, doing what we think right but how do we know that we are doing right things have we studied what we have to do in a right way have we applied ourselves so here Uh, the vedanta science when it explains what is karma yoga karma yoga is not uh, doing the work without any self interest and all that here in reality karma yoga means you have to know as how to you have to apply yourself yourself totally to the work that you are doing the the vibration energy that is needed to the work area must be applied rightly so when you are able to apply rightly it gives the right result well then what about the result we all want result yes you get the right result why why do you worry about the result generally what happens is that we are worried about the result of our work conditioning begins and if something else come up in between that starts conditioning us so many conditioning come up in every day life so we need to know as how to remove these conditionings so how can we remove it going back to the source the source is the self the self is the power house we have to draw that power to every areas of our action thinking feeling and all that thinking and feeling also it is kind of mechanical thinking and feeling we are not aware what we are thinking thoughts come up we do not know why they come up from where they come up not knowing they come up from the tendencies so unless we go go back to the source uh, some of the factors of of our life cannot be checked cannot be transformed So the vedanta science gives most uh, uh, most importance for the transformation of the personality that is why in the gospel of ramakrishna he must have known or read the non mature ego must be made mature ego means transformation of the personality so how can we do it say for example certainly you must have known Uh, uh practice of meditation or repetition of mantra or practice of yogas now what happens is that 
for example if you are not a believer of any god reality or whatever it is does not matter can we believe in ourselves this is what vivekananda said those who do not believe in himself or herself he is an atheist those who believe in himself or herself is really a believer of believer so first we need to believe in ourselves in our self we need to know as how to make the source manifest in every areas of our life well then here very shortly i'll uh, touch some of the aspects meditation what is meditation it is not just sitting closed eyes or imagining something no real meditation is getting back to the source how can we do it take your mind consciousness to the infinity as blue space the blue color is the profundity also it is the support to our mind it is the harmony of pure energy itself i am the expression of that pure energy every cell and molecule of my body is the expression of that energy you may say this is all simply thinking no we are what our thoughts have made us if our thoughts have made us what we are then this thought must certainly lead us to the source so i question about it it is the reality so you you may think of god may not think of your god it does not matter here every cell and molecule of your body is the pure infinite energy itself it is infinite luminosity and beauty itself like the rising sun why is rising sun we are directly connected to the sun energy so when the thought is connected automatically we are connected to that energy and it starts expressing itself as i said in the beginning itself there is interconnection between the manifest world and the world within us so every cell and molecule of my body is lumino infinite luminosity itself and then this harmony it is the expression of pure love automatically you start feeling a kind of peace and harmony so when this peace and harmony starts intensifying in yourself your intelligence is removed is liberated from the tendencies conditions or conditioning emotions and all that so the power of intelligence makes you concentrated on your activities so this concentration helps you to open up your heart so i am able to concentrate i do my work very well and the concentrated work affected brings good result that is the love so people around you start loving you oh here is a person who is very efficient we must follow his ideal so you see the harmony grows people become closer to you that heart becomes opened up to each and every one one does not see any distinction so here you see these science of uh, life or vedanta does not make any distinction just connects itself to the heart so that is the pure love it is the expression of the heart it is the um 
heart connecting itself with all other hearts and this pure love it is the power of intelligence as i said in the beginning itself without love there is no intelligence love and intelligence are interconnected or love is the intelligence itself so the power of intelligence reveals the truth what we call knowledge i don't like to use the word knowledge i would like to use the word wisdom because it is direct experience so it is the joy of life so this is what we have to uh, meditate upon practice the meditation this way so that brings you the best result always all your uh, anxiety fear stress strain vanishes well then you may say there are all other kinds of yogas in this particular uh, meditation all the yogas are integrated as i said work love intelligence knowledge the four yogas are integrated so when you start meditating like that you become a integrated personality it is integrated personality that is appreciated everywhere wanted everywhere it is the integrated personality that is able to live a harmonious family life or society life or national life so that is what the present day world needs otherwise quarreling about religion religious concepts religious values does not mean anything for the present day world well then if that is the way of doing it how why the world is like this because the world has not known the real source of all the power that has to become manifest the world power has become material power from childhood onwards we have been educated to become materialists and in reality we have become material not spiritual not the self even i even if i say i am the self no i am not the self i am a material so every cell and molecule of my my body has become matter so that's why every moment of my life i connect myself to the matter instead of connecting myself to the self i will end my reflection with a small story is a real story of course i colored it a little there were three engineers one was electrical engineer second one was constructive engineer what do you call civil engineer and then third was informatic or software engineer fresh from the university searching for jobs everywhere where they applied the reply was no you have no place here but then all the three had self confidence they did not want to be what is called a parasite for the society or for the government so they were struggling hard to find some job do something in their life some creative work would not beg for their food so if in their effort to find a job they died 
all the three on the same day on same time messengers from heaven came their souls were taken to heaven we know the heavenly door is closed unless you tap at the door it it does not open so they knew it should be knocked they knocked at the door the door was open there was a receptionist she asked them what do you want they said we have been brought here well are you registered here no then those who are not registered here we don't have any place that is how she replied to them the engineer said they were all three were very sincere honest loved everyone they said we do not know we have been brought here you tell us what we have to do well, she got some sympathy for them she telephoned to the director of heaven here are three young young people they are not registered but they are waiting at the door the director said if they are not registered then they have no place here tell them directly they cannot be accepted so the receptionist said this is what our director says what can i do engineer said um, where can we go then she thought for a while she said um you can go to hell plenty of opportunities are there they were not angry they were not sorry they said all right we shall go so they went down to hell somehow they found a room dirty room as all of us know hell means suffering somehow for the night they slept in that dirty room in spite of all cries around all bad orders around and all that next day morning after breakfast they went for a walk saw the horrible condition of hell they talked amongst themselves now we have a great opportunity here we must apply our creativity here then they talked to the people of hell if you cooperate with us we shall work for you we shall change this place better than heaven they were all happy after all they want want to come out of suffering so three engineers they started working the constructive engineer he started building roads beautiful houses comfortable houses electrical engineer brought electricity and software here started placing all sophisticated information system security system and all that was a journalist from heaven he sensed something he wanted to see what is happening in hell so he came down went round so beautiful buildings beautiful roads beautiful nature they did not destroy the nature because there is interconnection you see it all comes from the heart from the self so when it comes from the self nothing is harmed nothing is destroyed 
So he saw it, he was wonderstruck. The beauty of the buildings, the roads, and nature, and sophisticated uh, information system, and all that. He went, went back to heaven, wrote a beautiful article on hell, describing how hell is better than heaven. So people started uh, wondering what is happening now. How is it? Hell has become better than heaven. They telephoned to the director. The director was furious. How is it possible? The director telephoned to the journalist. Come and see me. He came and saw. Is it uh, you that uh, have written all these things? Yes, sir. And these photos? Yes, sir. Myself. I took myself. Well, then, I must go myself to hell to see. Imagine the director of heaven going down to hell. When he came down, he does not see any door. He is habituated to door, knock at the door and open the door. No door was there. Then uh, he was going round and round. Somebody came, asked him, Do you know how to go in? Yes, sir. Do you have uh, your secret code? No. Sir, here the system is different. You have to have a secret code. Then only you can go in. The director said, Sir, I am coming from very far off place. Please help me. I want to go in. Generally, people of hell, they are sympathetic because they know what is suffering. So the man said, All right, come with me. So the director came in saw everything wonderful in heaven does not uh, all these things do not exist at all and he talked to some people who did all these things yes sir we have three engineers oh then I must see the engineers sir have you fixed your um, interview no without interview without fixing the interview you can't uh, see them and again, the director had to come down and beg for an interview. So people are sympathetic. They took him to the engineers. Engineers also were humble, sincere, good people. The director of heaven asked them, is it you who did it? All these things. Humbly they said, sir, yes, we have been instrumental in bringing about these changes with the cooperation of all people. Why they use the word cooperation? Because the heart connection. Without touching the heart, you can't get the cooperation. And every work has to be done with such a sincerity of heart. So that is why they replied, Sir, it is the help of the people. Then the director said, Well, you come with me to him. We have got a lot of work to do. Engineer said, Sir, no. Thank you very much. When we came, we were refused. And here we have a lot of opportunities. We have love. People love us. We love the people. We are comfortable. We don't want anything more. So here, you see, when that heart is opened up, 
the joy is there the bliss is there what else do we want in life it is this that we want so here the vedanta science tells us as how to go back to this joy otherwise little joys of life with little material comfort and all that it is no joy it is temporary today it is tomorrow it may not be there how can we depend upon it so when there is heart when the heart is connected there is real joy that is that is what we are searching for so vedanta science is aiming to go back to this joy make it manifest in our everyday life everywhere so that is why i say vedanta science is not a religion it is not mere philosophical concept or values only it is it tells us as how to we have to apply this in everyday life and can you show us uh, any result of it yes uh, as we go deep into the vedic values we see how much of development in different areas they have been able to develop bring about creativity either ar- architect or the art or music or dance or medicine or surgery everything was so very perfect how could they do it they didn't have any modern facilities what we call modern facilities so it is all by by the power of the self so this is what the vedanta science tells us here is here is everything for you. why don't why are you neglecting it why don't you bring about this in everyday life it does not ask you to believe in this god that god do this ritual that ritual no so i already taken 15 minutes more than allotted thank you all You've been listening to the Voice of Vedanta podcast from the Vedanta Society of Southern California. Thanks for listening.